I am Brady Trantham, everybody. Matt Burton, go ahead. And what were you going to say? Yeah, I was going to say, I think that maybe the Thunder had Thanksgiving today. The tryptophan was kicking in during game time. You, you would it hope so. It started off slow. The Trailblazers did not have their turkey today. They saved that for tomorrow. You would hope so that there was some turkey hangover with this Thunder squad because, oh my God, did they look like they could not give less of a crap about this game tonight. I mean, of course, we'll dive into more more stuff overall as we get deeper and deeper into the first take Thunder post game show on 107.7 the franchise, 107.9 up there in T Town. But really, you can just start off, Matt, with the first quarter. 42 points the, the Trailblazers scored. They were they started off the game 10 of 10. They didn't miss their shot their first shot until their 11th attempt. And the funny thing about that miss, Matt, they missed it. They got the offensive rebound, and it led to a wide-open Dame made three. And that that's your ball game right there. And then another miss right after that, where Dame Lillard misses a floater, but Hassan Whiteside's right there for the tip-in. Yeah, it just it it's looked just, like... It was one of those first quarters where they could not miss. It looked like, honestly, it really looked like the Thunder realized, okay, we really... We really gave away a great opportunity Monday night when we were going to lose and increase our draft positioning. We're all in this for the tank. Oh, darn it, we won the game. We finished on a 13-0 run on the road against Golden State. Got our first road win of the of the year. One and six on the road. Now we can't do that again. Let's just half-ass it all day, all night. And Portland just took advantage. And really, can we call this a Carmelo Anthony revenge game? Uh, over a year or two removed from the last time he wore a Thunder jersey. Is that still applicable? Yes, without a doubt. I mean, did you see the way he played tonight? Yes. Then yes. Then yes. yes. This is definitely a revenge game. We can't We can't say that he's the... the uh, what, what do we call the player of the game? Just whatever it is. We can't say that he's the player of the game because he doesn't play for the Thunder. People listening to this show don't care about Carmelo Anthony anymore, but he was 9 of 11... 19 points, and cooked Terrence Ferguson like a Thanksgiving turkey. My good. goodness. I like what you did there. I mean, shout out Eric Horn. He called it He called it during the game from The Athletic uh, up in Portland. He put on a clinic on the low post, on the low block, on Terrence Ferguson. He had no answer for him. It was it was bad. But you just you go through the starting five for Portland. Rodney Hood, 5 of 6. Carmelo Anthony, like I said, 9 of 11. Hassan Whiteside, 8 of 13. CJ McCollum, 8 of 16. Damian Lillard, 7 of 15. Everybody shot north of 47% on that starting five. And you had a guy shooting in the 80s. What were you doing, Oklahoma City? What? The, it, it was bad. But you know what? Some people are happy, Matt, because it's all about that tank life. It's all about the tank life, you know? And this is, correct me if I'm wrong, this is probably the first like actual huge blowout loss for this Thunder team. No, the Indiana loss a few weeks ago was Indiana, really bad. And then it wasn't as pronounced. The beginning of the year, they got beat. They only scored 84. I can't remember who. It was like the first, second or third game it of the year. It was the uh, Washington Wizards in That's Oklahoma City. Right. That and, is and right. That game was... They tied the Thunder tied it at eighty three or eighty four with a few minutes left, three or four minutes left in the fourth quarter, and everybody's like, "Okay, this is going to be an exciting finish." Then Bradley Bill went off, and I think the Wizards finished on a fourteen zero run, right? This, or a fourteen two. This run. game was the first one in a long time for this for this Thunder team that I was like, "Okay, they just got no chance from start to finish." Oh yeah, from no, you got no chance. You let Dame Lillard get going first off. You let CJ McCollum get going. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard he can shoot a little bit. And his first two threes, wide bit. open. No one, no one was 
they 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 mentioned on the broadcast they on each, practice shots on each corner. Yeah, they're practice shots from the left corner and then the right corner on back to back possessions, and nobody was within ten feet of them. He might as well have just been continuing his pregame warm up. <laughs> It was no. Make no mistake, it was bad. But again, eighty-two games, you're going to have nights where your shots just don't fall, and your opponent is kind of on one. And that's I'll chop that up to the Indiana loss a few weeks ago. Like that particular night, the Thunder just didn't have it shooting from the floor, and that's going to happen. I didn't really question their effort that night. They went into the locker room that game down ten. That's that's nothing. You know, you can come back from a ten point deficit, except for the Thunder because the third quarter. Um, but I didn't question their effort that that particular evening tonight that's a little bit of a different story and i guess because we're contractually obligated let's go ahead and fire up the player of the game then now the franchise thunder player of the game brought to you by volkswagen of edmund i mean the player of the game can really be anybody that registered a minute for the thunder because they they were paid to go do this this was just a bad effort game but like i said i've got to pick somebody who do you think, Mr. Matt Burton, had their career high in scoring? Oh, man. Um, for the Oklahoma City Thunder, For mind the Oklahoma you. City Thunder. Uh, I didn't see Deontay Burton score, so it, Wasn't can't, be Deont- him, it can't be my guy. Deontay Burton finished with six points. Two of seven from the field, 0 of three from three. Not as career high. He's probably had 30 at some point. Um, it might surprise you. Wow. I can't even think. I can't even think of any. Honestly. A dual no nader. Oh. With a career high 23 points. Seven of nine from the field, three of four from the three-point line, six of six from the free-throw line. He wasted his best game on this poo-poo platter of a performance by the team based in Oklahoma City that plays basketball. Good for Nader. Good for Nader. Wow. Good for the tanking, the, the those about the tank life. Um, I mean, there are some encouraging numbers. The Thunder out, the Thunder bench outscored the Portland bench 61 to 33, but who cares? Um the Thunder only had six turnovers, which is great, but who cares? Uh, the Thunder scored nine points off of nine Portland turnovers, which is average, but who cares? Because the real <laughs> stats that matter, here's your quarter-by-quarter breakdown from the Portland Trailblazers. 42-21. 41-32. Goodness gracious, defense was like, nah, we're going to take the holiday. Yeah, no, we're 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 taking it easy. We're taking it easy tonight. You know, we're gonna eat a lot of turkey tomorrow and just play no defense today. We're gonna play zero defense. We're gonna save the defense for trying to keep the family away from your spot in line. We're gonna box out. We're gonna we're gonna box out on Aunt Karen. So before <laughs> so I can get mine before she can get hers. No, exactly. I mean, the Thunder's effort, the Thunder's ability to defend, their ability to consistently hit a an average percentage of shots for an extended period of time that all just went out the window before the game even started. And I'm going to highlight one person. I'm going to highlight this person because I go to all the practices. I go to all the home games in the locker room. I'm going to try and go to as many road games as I possibly can. Other than media day, where we get to talk to every single player at a pretty little podium, you know, line it up one by one. Other than that, we have talked to Dennis Schroeder um, in a scrum situation, I think twice. Twice. 17 games in, four or five preseason games, training camp, twice we've talked to Dennis Schroeder. And you know what? Since since then, since the season started, Dennis Schroeder has actually won the Thunder a few games. And he's played really well off the bench. He's increased his scoring opportunities. He's played really well. He even won a game against the Orlando Magic late in Oklahoma City with his defense. 
but he was terrible from an effort standpoint tonight. He looked like he just did not care. And the play that really sticks out in my mind, uh, late or midway through the second quarter, uh, Damian Lillard strips him, and Dennis had the opportunity to dive for the ball, and it was a routine play where this player would routinely dive for the basketball. Dennis didn't do it. It looked like, okay, he's checked out, he doesn't care, and it trickled down from everybody else because there was just a whole bunch of I don't care out on the floor. Yeah, there there really was, honestly. That, and then you have him just, I mean, I get it. it. The game was over by then, but whenever he just chunks the ball, at the there was .1 seconds left, so, I mean, I get it, whatever. It's not that big of a deal, but whenever you just chunk the ball as hard as you can into the stands, I mean, I know there was no, there was no making a shot or anything like that, obviously, but just that, it's just bad body language. It looked like bad body language. Uh, from him pretty much throughout the whole night, honestly. Yeah, yeah. the Thunder decided, okay, we've got a one-game winning streak, a one-game road winning streak. Let's uh, not do that anymore. Let's 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 just get back to square square one and go back to Oklahoma City 6-11. and 11. And look, Portland, I, I get it. They're six, they were 6-12 and 12 coming into this game. Uh, they hit the panic button pretty, pretty darn early and signed Carmelo Anthony off the scrap heap after he had not played basketball for over a year. They smashed the panic button. They and smashed signed, it. And signed Carmelo now, Anthony. Now, when you think of it from the standpoint of they're really only getting him to replace Mario Herzonia, Herzonia's uh, minutes. Okay, from that standpoint, I get it, but we know what Carmelo Anthony is. Oklahoma City fans should know what Carmelo Anthony brings to the table. He can have his nights like this. I mean, 9 of 11 and incredibly efficient and also a willing passer. Like, he was swinging the ball around a handful of possessions, and it was because he was so damn confident in not just himself, he was feeling it. He knew his teammates were feeling it, so he swung the ball around like a good basketball player should. But my goodness, the Thunder just let the Trailblazers just course correct their entire stumbling first part of the season in one game. I really would not be surprised if Portland starts going on a winning streak and they look back at this game, and I know Carmelo Anthony had 25 points the, the game prior to this one, but I would not be surprised three or four weeks from now, Portland Trailblazers are in a much better position, and they look back and say, yep, we got it rolling against Oklahoma City. Yeah, no, this is this is a good team. Record-wise, I mean, they're 7-12 the now, yeah. but the talent is there. You have your backcourt of uh, Damian Lillard and uh, CJ McCollum. I mean, all it takes is a cup, just like we saw tonight. All it takes is for them to see a couple go through, and they're rolling the whole night. It doesn't matter. They they are two of the best shooting guards in, like not shooting guard by position, but shooting space. There guards. we go. There yeah. we go. That's there gr- we go. Grammar. Yes. Grammar, yeah, grammar. Is, grammar. Grammar is fun. Grammar. Um, but no, they they can straight fill it up at any given time. Straight fill it straight up, fill dog. It up. They can straight fill the bucket up. Anytime they want, honestly. And I love Damian Lillard's game. Um, Damian Lillard, I, I can't say enough about the guy. I like him a lot. I think he is right underneath Steph, honestly, as far as as far as far just being a, a good point guard, honestly. And um, and it's it's interesting, though, too, because at, at halftime, you know, the Thunder are down 63 to 50. Now, like, we'll get into, like, the interesting part of this game a little bit later, but I just really want to crap on their effort right now. It's That's the big story for me. It's just this is the first time this season that I've seen this team that I've proudly written about on thefranchiseok.com as a plucky, fighting, competitive bunch of guys that just don't want to lose. Like, the front office might want to lose. I, I don't know that for certain. They have their ideas. I know a portion of the fan base wants to 
lose as many games as possible to try and get up there in that draft lottery. But these guys, you know, 16 games in have shown we when we go out on the floor, we play hard. We want to try and win every single time we we step onto the floor. Tonight's the first time where that's in question. And I mean, it was just terrible. It was just Maybe maybe I'm a little too hyperbolic. Maybe this is exactly what the Thunder are probably not not this bad. They're not going to give up 40 point quarters every single game. But maybe we're starting to see what the Thunder are ultimately going to be because you see this with a lot of teams over the years. If you've watched basketball in the NBA for a long time, you see teams that start off kind of above expectation. You see teams win some games, lose some competitive games, but then once you get film on them and once like fatigue starts setting in, injuries start setting in, and everybody kind of understands what you are, the cream rises to the top. And at some point, the Thunder are going to lose a handful of games because while they are talented, they're not very talented. They're at best a middle-of-the-pack NBA team, and that's really being generous. Maybe this is what they're going to end up becoming because the schedule looking for like two, three weeks from now, it ain't pretty. No, this, this uh, going back to your effort thing, this is the first time where I felt like the Thunder didn't like compete. Like They literally just didn't compete. Whenever they play a good team, now, granted, the Portland, like we keep saying, the Portland's record, Portland's record is not what it's going to be. That doesn't reflect the team that they are. They are no, a, I mean, the an extremely st- talented team. They'll be in the playoffs. They're going to get Yusuf Nurkic back at some point this year, maybe. Maybe know, Zach it, Collins. Maybe Zach Collins. Shout out Chisholm Holland, wherever you are, if you're listening. And his great hair, Zach with the good hair. <laughs> um, but no, I think this was the first time going up against a team of this stature that I thought, okay, they're just not competing because they competed against the Lakers, the Clippers. They were in games late and they competed and were playing hard. They didn't They didn't look like yeah, they had looked before this yeah, entire game. It's all, all the cliched adjectives that yes. a, a struggling fan base will cling on to to say at least our team's fights, at least our team hustles. And there is some, there is something to be said about that. There is something to be proud about that, especially when half of your roster are young guys that could very well be a part of the next successful phase of the Oklahoma City Thunder. You want them to be guys that hustle, that try, that care. Because I didn't see that from Dennis Schroeder. I didn't see that from... I mean, I kind of saw it from Terrence Ferguson. He tried his hardest. <laughs> and to his credit, he right. tried to create on offense. He tried, He got to the foul line a few times, which is a rare sight to see Terrence shoot free throws. He just didn't have it defensively. And if he doesn't have it defensively, then what What do you have? It's just a whole bunch of that. But once again, the Thunder lose 136 to 119. And it 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 was almost worse than that, Mr. Matt Burton. It was almost it worse was. than that. But we'll dive into that a whole lot more here on 107.7 The Franchise, 107.9 in Tulsa. When we get back, Stat Cat, I guess. Well, there is, there is This game did get kind of interesting for a little bit. It piqued our interest, and then it slowly but surely died before our eyes. But we'll get all to that later here on 107.7 The Franchise, 107.9 in Tulsa. Welcome back to the Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Thunder Postgame Show, presented by TotallyTickets.com on 107.7 The Franchise and 107.9 The Franchise Tulsa. The world is indeed a vampire, somebody said. I can't remember his name. Somebody much smarter than I. Well, I don't know. He probably wasn't that important if I didn't remember his name. A name I do remember, though, Carmelo Anthony, and so does everybody else that hails the Oklahoma City Thunder as their favorite basketball squad. 9 of 11. Woo! Cook Terrence Ferguson. 
You hate to see it. The Thunder lose 136 to 119, everybody. This is Brady Trantham alongside Mr. Matt Burton helping me out tonight on the Thunder First Take postgame show here on 107.7 The Franchise, 107.9 in Tulsa. And I know in the previous segment, I went ahead and said, yeah, we'll talk about some of the good things, the one or two good things that you could take from this game. But I really don't want to just yet. It was so bad. They don't deserve quick, quick encouragement at this point. Again, it's not the end of the world. And there are probably some people out here that are probably happy that they lost a game because they won a game that they probably should have lost on Monday. Got to gotta get that tanking life going so it's not the end of the world the thunder are going to look better probably on friday night when they play the new orleans lottery lakers when they come to town that's going to be interesting to see but really i want to take this time to go over something that doesn't concern the thunder it concerns a superstar in the nba as everybody should know kyrie irving doesn't play for the boston celtics anymore who else knows that boston celtics fans they know it full well Well, the Nets came to town today, and Celtics fans did what they did best, and they let Kyrie Irving know how they felt about him. So you saw a lot of signs, you heard a lot of booing, you you saw all the things that probably would remind you of when Kevin Durant came back from Oklahoma City. Similar, not necessarily super similar, because KD was here for so long. And no cupcake t-shirts. No cupcake t-shirts, yeah. um, Not that kind of look. But it did elicit... Quite the wordy, wordy Instagram story from one Mr. Kyrie Irving. So, Mr. Burton, please play that piano right in front of you. God, you're such a beautiful, beautiful player. Thank you. I appreciate that. And it started raining in the studio. I know. It's just weird. We need to get that leak fixed. Yikes. All right. Kyrie Irving from his Instagram story. And I'm not going to read the whole thing because, like I said, it's wordy. It happens all the time, and tonight just shows how sports entertainment will always be ignorant and obtrusive. It's one big show that means very, very little in the real world that most people live in because there are actually things that matter going on with it. Like figuring out life that means more to you than a damn ball going into a hoop. Blah, 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 blah. It's all about doing it for the fans and the organization that you love so much, question mark. Think again, unnecessary comma. It's a game, and it's promoted as a fandom experience for ticket buyers and viewers at home. Blah, blah, blah. This game isn't meant to be controlled and shown as a drama. Unnecessarily capitalized D in the word drama. It's meant to show the love love for the art is the only damn thing that keeps the purest people in this giant sports entertainment circus don't fall for the game that's played in front of you as entertainment it's never as serious as dealing with life and that my friends was the long long words of Kyrie Irving amen deep thoughts with Jack Handy not not as funny but Holy goodness gracious, Kyrie Irving, you had much too much time on your smartphone device. And I think my brain is broken. Trying Uh, to break down all of that that he said. Mine sure is. He could have said that, basically, he could have got his point across in, I think, maybe a sentence or two. I think so. (laughs) Yeah, there there was a lot of rambling. A lot of rambling going on. I've written about this. Um, I've talked about this on this, uh, not necessarily this show. 
But this show will double as the OKC82 podcast, everybody. So if you aren't subscribed to that, please subscribe to it. It's the post-game show that myself, Miss Madison Morris, Matt Burton is occasionally on, Connor Ayubi, and other friends that work at the franchise. We do it after every single game, uh, home and away. It's free. Subscribe to it. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, everything. Just subscribe to it and we'll love you forever. But I've talked about this before. I understand on a human level when players are upset that fans say nasty, ugly things to them. Like, I would imagine that's terrible. You go out into the floor, it's your job, and people call you bad words, bad names. They say things about your family. They say things about you. Yes, that's that's truly bad. Yes. Here's, here's the logic, though. You get paid millions, millions, millions of dollars to play basketball, which is great. You deserve it because there is a passion for that. Without that passion... You don't get paid millions of dollars. Why don't gymnasts get paid millions of dollars uh, and when they go to the Olympics outside of endorsements? It's because there's no passion for it. Right. That passion leads to good things, praise. It also leads to bad things. You can't have one without the other. I'm sorry. That's just the way it works. I wish things could be different, but that's just the way it is. I I have never been in a situation where 20,000 20, people are saying probably the worst things imaginable to me but i would hope not i yeah no you're a nice guy man i'm having anxiety thinking about it (laughs) (laughs) just like thinking about the alternate universe um but if i made 30 million dollars a year might be a little bit easier for me to cope with that well i get what what you're saying now money does not excuse you from having emotions and feelings of course like i want like that's that's for true but at the same time, you can't sit there and say it's just a game. Because if it was just a game, you would be playing it and then going home and then going to sleep for your day job. Right. No, I get like exactly when Katie, what you're saying. When because Ka- people care so much about it is why you're getting paid $30 million a year. Yep. That is, that is the only reason. Like, hockey players, people care a lot. They're not making the NBA money. No one's making NBA money. Well, Ovechkin signed so, that like 400-year deal, right? Right. Like but it was for 15 like, years ago. Yeah, it was for like $10 million a year, <laughs> which is great. It's great money, but compared to... I mean, it's like that Dennis magic- Schroeder is making more money than Alex Ovechkin is annually, I think. And Dennis yeah. Schroeder is a good NBA point guard. Alex Ovechkin is one of the best hockey players ever. There you go. Like, I mean... I get it. When Kevin Durant sat in front of the media last year and said, oh, "I just want to hoop and go home." Okay, go to your local Y, quit your quit your job with the NBA, go to your local Y, go play basketball and go home. You do you do kind of you if, do kind of have to the, with If you don't want to deal with media, if you don't want to deal with fans saying terrible mean things to you, then I'm sorry. But you have like you have that because you have the opposite end of the spectrum of fans loving you, buying your yes. shoes, buying your jerseys, paying money to go see you play basketball. You can't have one without the other. This is such a tired argument. It really is. It really is. And I think my brain is still broken for but trying it, to break down all But this. at the same time, if you're a fan, and I'm not, I don't really like telling fans how to act, but please remember to be a human being. You can boo. You can hiss. Don't say anything personal. Seriously. It's... That they could, we see, we they could see, kick your ass in the street. I wouldn't say anything. Right with we, with we see fans all the, we see the worst in fans in in sports media. We see the worst of fans, and I can only imagine what actual players feel or get to hear on the court or just around whatever they're doing 
I mean, it's, it's probably not. It's, it's probably not. It's not great. You can't say it on this show. You can't even say it on the OKC82 podcast. Very true. And uh, sometimes we're a little bit liberal with what we say. So <laughs> that Madison. That should give you, yeah, that Madison Morris. By the Clean way, that was soap. By the way, I want to throw this out there into the uh, to the atmosphere. Madison Morris, I challenge you to a bedlam bet because, as everybody is well aware in this market, it's bedlam. It's bedlam week. Yes, OU OSU on Saturday, seven o'clock in Stillwater. Madison Morris is an alum of the Oklahoma State Cowboys. I'm an alum of the University of Oklahoma. Madison, I challenge you. The winner, or the actually the loser, if OSU loses, you have to wear an OU hat to the next Thunder home game when we go into the locker room. And I will do the same if OU loses. I will wear something OSU, but I'd have to borrow it because I don't have anything orange any. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. You have to do the halftime videos, though. You have to do your in in between quarter videos. Oh yeah, proof. you have to have, you know some I good will. solid proof, some good videos of you proudly wearing the hat or Madison proudly wearing. Yeah, hat. if OU wins, then she's gonna have to hold the phone and do all those very important content that we give to you for free. I might add. Any for, for there's no way. There is no way. There's no way it can be free, right? Oh, yeah. I I wish not. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. But yes, Madison Morris, I challenge you. I challenge you. I challenge you. I said it three times. It's official. Before we go to the next break, I guess we can talk about... Oh, man. I guess we can talk about something encouraging. So let's fire up the stat, cat. I guess. All right. Cover your ears in three, two, one. <gasps> What's new, pussycat? Every time. What's new, pussycat? What's this guy's name again, Burton? You looked it up. I did look it up. Um, give me one second. Gotta use that find, brain, that brain memory. My brain's still broken from trying to break down Kyrie Kyrie's, Irving. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that'll happen. Shout out to everybody in Cleveland, Boston, and now Brooklyn that has to cover him because I would imagine that'd make my head hurt too. But it is the stat cat portion of the Thunder First Take post game show on 107.7 The Franchise, 107.9 in Tulsa. With a 136-119 loss, you can only go so far. You can only get so deep. I guess the stat for me is after the Thunder allowed the Portland Trailblazers to score 42 points in the first quarter, they did get it down to nine. They did get it down to nine in the third quarter. They walked, They went into the locker room down 63-50, to 50, which is that is not an insurmountable lead. The Thunder could have very well turned it on defensively in the third quarter and not only put themselves in position to take the lead, but taken the lead. It, 13 points is nothing to sneeze at. The Thunder actually give us a little bit of hope in that third quarter early on after uh, Shea Gildas-Alexander um, contested made two. The Thunder got down by nine points. And then Portland just said, nah, none of that. No, no That's, more. Not happening tonight. I mean, what's Chris Paul wearing right now? He's in the locker room right now. Is that a, is he wearing a denim jacket? He is. A little Canadian tuxedo. Oh, man. Good for Chris Paul. I mean, it's... He's showing love to his uh, Canadian teammate, Shea Gilgis-Alexander. I would hope so. I mean, good thing he wore the turtleneck, hashtag turtleneck gang, hashtag what up, Madison Morris, on Monday night following a victory, because I don't know if you can rock a t- Canadian tux after a victory. Yeah, Yikes. no. Yeah, this is the, he lost he lost a bet as well as losing the game. <laughs> Madison just texted me and said that she's scared, but she accepts the challenge. Hey, don't worry about that, Madison. I know you haven't really been able to watch OU football that 
intensely, but I'll just tell you, Jalen Hurts has been incredibly charitable this holiday season. He has. Here, here's the football. He's you a you don't have it. He's a giver. You can take it now. Just take it. Yeah. No, nah, just kidding. I'm about to score. No, actually, it's yours. Jalen Hurts has been awesome this year overall, but yeah, the last two games. Yikes! Hopefully that doesn't happen this Saturday. Yeah, but like I said, they got it down to nine, and they showed basically what they've been all year. Competitive, hustle, fight. Can turn it on, can climb back from insurmountable leads that seem like insurmountable leads. They're able to do that, but it just wasn't meant to be. The, the Trailblazers just finished on an absolute tear in that third quarter, and you know, they were down nine, the Thunder were, and then they got down 22 with about three minutes left in that third quarter. You know, by then it was just well over. The Thunder weren't going to be able to come back at all. No, that I just, I can't, I still can't believe that Carmelo Anthony played like that. He, he actually played, he finished good. so he strong actually at the rim. Played good. Um, Rodney Hood is another guy I don't think gets enough credit. Uh, maybe that's just because I'm a Duke fan, but um, <laughs> yeah, no, sorry, yeah. Save your condolences for Steve. I think F. his Austin. wife is from Oklahoma. He has an Oklahoma yeah. connection. Good for Rodney Hood. Yep. He should have played for the Thunder. Um, that was no, always. I, I do think I do like Rodney Hood's game a lot. And lefties usually don't have bad looking shooting, like a bad looking shooting form. Darius uh, Baisley. Ever, ever they don't ever, and that remains true with Rodney Hood. I like Rodney Hood. I like Anthony Simons too a lot. I can't wait for him to be dealt to the Thunder whenever we trade them Danilo <laughs> Gallinari. I cannot wait not for him Sc- to be a member of the Thunder. Not Scala BCA, LeBCR, uh, no, whatever. No, I'd rather have uh, Anthony Simons, but so would the Trailblazers. Anthony Simons. That'd be a fun name to constantly type. Oh, that'd be great. Ugh. It was just we like just when, Penny. when the Thunder traded for Dennis Schroeder, I was like, all right, how do I do an umlaut? <laughs> how do I do an umlaut on Twitter? Right. I just hold the button down. Pray to God it works. I would love to have an umlaut in my name. That'd be fantastic. Matt. Right over the U. Borton? Yeah. Matt Borton? Borton, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that works. It works. It's you cool. wouldn't be related to Deontay anymore, though. No, I'd give him an umlaut, too. It'd be okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, grammar. There's that grammar again. 107.7, the franchise. 107.9 in Tulsa. If you're living under a rock... Keep staying under there if you're a Thunder fan because they just did not care to play good basketball tonight. They lose to the Portland Trailblazers 136 to 119. Second game that they played Portland this year. Both have resulted in losses. One in Oklahoma City that was more entertaining, uh, more of a classic Thunder Portland game because the Thunder were close to Portland and then Dame went off. So there's your average Thunder Trailblazers game. Tonight was an exception to that rule. But when we get back, We'll dive a little bit more into this. We'll go through some numbers. We'll go through some, yeah, we'll go through some of that. Yeah. Just keep listening because you should, because Matt Burton's awesome. And sometimes I say funny things. So keep tuning in to us. 107.7 The Franchise, 107.9 in Tulsa. Welcome back to the Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Thunder postgame show presented by TotallyTickets.com on 107.7 The Franchise and 107.9 The Franchise Tulsa. Uh, the music's rocking, but the Thunder weren't. Yeah. I'm going to say yikes one more time because it's Yikestown, population Oklahoma City Thunder after tonight's performance. 136-119, to 119, the Thunder lose to the Portland Trailblazers for the second time this year. Bad performance, started off terrible, kind of got interesting in the middle, and then was terrible just the rest of the time. So I, I'm trying to make a movie comparison here. What movie has started off terrible, was average in the middle, and then just was terrible throughout? Can you think of one? Mm, no, I actually can't. No, 
Yeah, see, this I'm is trying why- to rack through terrible movies in my mind. No, it's okay. But it's- then some fall into the category of terrible, but so terrible it's good. By the way, this is Brady Trantham, joined along by Mr. Matt Burton. You know, Matt, we'd probably know if we were on whatever Mr. Bill Walton was on calling the Maui Invitational the other day. Did you have a chance to hear any of his golden quotes? Oh, um, you mean Big Wave Billy? Big wave, Billy big wave Walton. Billy Walton. Yes. No, I did get to hear a lot of it, and um, I will tune in to pretty much any game that Bill Walton. He is, talked like, about. Covering. He talked about the magical science of ants, waves, uh, direct deposits for your checks. Just a lot. The Thunder fans that are listening right now, they're probably upset because short term, you hate to see your team lose. Uh, tanking life, though, will take over. Let it shower over you. So I want to try and get everybody in a little bit more of a cheerful mood. So let's play some Bill Walton uh, sound from yesterday. The men have arrived. This Kansas team, oh my gosh, they are like a volcano. They are like a waterfall that just goes right over everything. They are like a breaching whale that just jumps across your screen at indiscriminate times. What's your name again? Let's get to the player that we want to talk about here. The waterfalls that just keep coming down. They have no chance against Udoko, one of my favorite, favorite players in all the land. (laughs) Dave Pash is like, what? He's trying so hard to keep it together. He's just cracking a smile, but you can tell that he wants to laugh so hard. People always say, poor Dave Pash. I'd be like, no, that would be the best job on earth. Like, you're doing a good job. You're you're being the straight straight man. You're calling the game. And then Bill Walton just talks about it. He plays it so perfectly, too. He moves on, like, just like he'd said something normal. <laughs> like, Bill Walton said something normal. He's just like, and Kansas starting five. Yeah, Bill Walton apparently said something like, uh, Prince Ali's coming back from a career, uh, a potentially career ending injury. Dave Pash is like, uh, it happened last night. And then Bill Walton's like, well, they had to carry him off the floor. And then Dave Pash is like, well, he came back into the game five minutes later. <laughs> you know, Ants can live to be 30 years old and Anthony Edwards to the line for two. <laughs> that's, that's like the transition it's fantastic that's why people turn tune into pac 12 games as long as ucla isn't you know super super good which that hasn't been the case i mean even the russell westbrook kevin love teams they were final four good they weren't classic ucla powerhouse that's good. the only reason to tune into pac 12 basketball games they're like usc if, with football it's been a minute it has it has been quite a minute but yes the Thunder lost tonight, but there were also about 46,000 other games played tonight, Mr. Burton. So I want to hear your voice take us around the association for a second. Broadcasting from the Lucky Star Studio, Sports Radio is 107.7 The Franchise. Okay. Well, just in case you forgot who you were listening to, <laughs> that didn't want to play. Let's go this around one. the association no, that was, for uh, an NBA that was scoreboard not update. That was brought not to you right by one. Oklahoma Operation Lifesaver. That effort was better, like to rebound from that. That effort was better than that Dennis Schroeder trying to go get his uh, ball back when Dame stripped him. Better effort rebounding out of me tonight than the Thunder in an actual game where there's the, rebounding. Like the only guy that really brought it tonight was Terrence Ferguson. And then Melo cooked him. 19 points, 9 of 11 shooting. A lot of strong finishes at the rim. A lot of. A lot of. That's that's one of the bullet points of this story of this game. Terrence Ferguson's the only guy that brought it, and it didn't matter. The Warriors, yes, the Golden State Warriors, the tanking Warriors. How weird is that? 
Um, the Warriors beat the Chicago Bulls 104 to 90. Zach Levine continuing his scoring run at 36 tonight after 49 the other night. And Eric Pascal uh, and Alec, Alec Burks, former Thunder great, uh, led the way for the Warriors with 25 and 23, respectively. Oh, respectively. yes. I have to add respectively in there. Yeah, with all due respect. Uh, the Washington Wizards take down the Phoenix Suns 140 to 132. Lots of scoring in that one. Uh, Bradley Beal had 35 for the Wizards. And for the Suns, pretty even scoring around the whole way. They had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight players in double figures. Ocho. Eight. ESPN 8, the Ocho. Which is probably where Bill Walton would be if he actually... That's probably where the like, Thunder like, should yeah. have been televised tonight. Fox Sports Oklahoma should have been like, eh, screw that. The, the Houston Rockets and Miami Heat played tonight. The Rockets take that one 117-108. to 108. Uh, Let's see, Tyler Hero had 22 for the Heat. And James Harden continues just doing James Harden things. Just casual 34, which is low. Not just low. It's low for James Harden. Nothing wrong with the Miami Heat being twelve and five. They've exceeded expectations, and um, I th- there is the common denominator of Hassan Whiteside being off that team and him being on Portland. Who I know, obviously, they just destroyed the Thunder. So cool for them, but they are seven and twelve. There, there's something, something about that. There is something to that for sure. Um, the Lakers of last year took on the Lakers of this year. And the Lakers of this year won despite being down 10 at the half. The Lakers take down the Pelicans 114 to 110. Anthony Davis has 41 in his return to New Orleans. Does that do anything for you? Not at all. Not at all. I didn't think so. Not at all. I (laughs) I didn't like that entire situation last year one bit from either side. It, I'm, I'm glad glad it's over. Yes. And um, I guess I'll say another nice positive thing about the thunder on the whole at least chris paul is not doing the same thing because he could very well throw a fit and not be a professional and he's done the opposite of that he's been a professional so shout out to you chris paul shout out to you and shout out to you for dressing yourself and not wearing a shirt that says that's all folks oh yeah i, I don't dress myself okay yeah it was just laid out on my bed for what me. are you for must be nice the Timberwolves took down the Spurs 113-101. to uh, Andrew Wiggins led the way for the T-Wolves with 26. And LaMarcus Aldridge had 22 for the Spurs. The Clippers took down the Grizzlies 121-119. Close game. Everybody scored 20 points or double figures. Yes, yes. No Lou Kawhi Williams, Leonard. Lou Williams had 24. Montrez Harrell 24. And Paul George 22. And Jonas Valanciunas. Just as everyone thought, the high score for the Grizzlies with 30. Floor stretching, Jonas Valanciunas, I might add. Where are you at, Steven Adams? (laughs) The Milwaukee Bucks took down the Atlanta Hawks, uh, 111 to 102. Trey Young had 29, doing Trey Young things. And uh, Jabari Parker, 33 points. Oh, I remember him. 33 points, 14 boards, 5 assists for Jabari Parker. And Giannis led the way with 30 for the Bucks. Uh, the Raptors took down the Knicks 126-98. to uh, Pretty self-explanatory there. Just a beat down. Pascal Siakam had 31 for the Raptors. Uh, he's improved again. Most Last year's most improved player. He's still improving. Pascal Siakam. Uh, the 76ers take down the Sacramento Kings 97-91. to The Magic over the Cavs 116-104. Uh, the Celtics uh, get their revenge on Kyrie Irving. 
even though he didn't play. Uh, 121 <laughs> He to was typing out his stories, proofreading right. his story. Exactly. He was busy. He was busy. The Hornets beat the Pistons 102-101. Eat your heart out, Jerry Ramsey. And the <laughs> Pacers take down the Jazz 121-102. to and that was a long trip. A lot, a lot of games tonight because no one wants to play tomorrow. Because it's Thanksgiving. Well, it's it's Makes today. Sense. Happy Thanksgiving, Mr. Matt Burton. Well, thank you. Happy Happy Thanksgiving to you as well. Uh, a lot of teams don't want to play tomorrow. The Thunder didn't want to play tonight. No, uh, and I think Thunder fans are thankful that this experience is over. It's behind them, and hopefully for their sakes, for the Thunder's sake, because yikes! Yep. I said it again. Yikes! Big that, yikes. That's just what I'm going to title the OKC82 podcast episode for tonight which this will all go up on there if you missed out on the beginning it's just gonna be called yikes um are you thankful for anything mr burton i'm thankful for a lot of things anything in particular uh my family okay okay yeah okay now i feel like i'm jerry rams right now okay (laughs) yeah oh sorry was i supposed to make a joke about what i'm thankful for brady well you can be thankful for your friends you can be thankful <laughs> for your friends, and Chris Paul is certainly thankful for one of his friends, Mr. Carmelo Anthony, who, like I've said a zillion times, had a really, really good game. His second good game in a row, 25 points the other night. Tonight, against the Thunder, 9 of 11 from the floor, 19 points, 4 rebounds, so you can only imagine how many bad words and obscenities were th- shoved into the Moda Center's atmosphere tonight. Chris Paul was actually kind of happy to see it. Let's hear let's hear from Mr. Chris Paul in the locker room tonight. On a personal level to be back out there with Carmelo tonight. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's it's cool. It's always good to compete against uh Melo, Brian, all my, my close friends or whatever. So um you know, he he looked good, you know what I mean? But for me, um I love the opportunity to guard him. You know what I mean? Then so, with that little thing, would you happy to pull the chair on him? You yeah. talk to him about that after the game? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's just, it's fun. Like, Melo is tough, tough, you know what I mean? Especially on that mid post where he's built a career, you know what I mean? He's one of the, if not one of the best to ever play right there in that. So I love defending him, you know what I mean? Because we, we get to talk about it. And how how it ended in Houston, does it make it a little bit sweeter to know that he's kind of back and getting to kind of do things on his terms? Um, absolutely. I mean, that's my like my brother, my brother. Like we went to dinner last night, and you know, I'm, I always want to see him do well, except for against us. You know what I mean? Seriously. But um, uh, he looks like he's happy. You know what I mean? That's the thing. Getting to play. Uh, that's all he want to do. At the end of the day, he, he want to hoop. He want a chance to hoop, and I think he getting a chance to show what he, he can do. Unfortunately, he did that tonight. <laughs> First of all, I don't really want to make a business about calling out media members asking questions and scrums because it, it's an awkward situation. You're standing in a locker room. They're all getting dressed. You're crowded around 15 to 20 other people with their phones out. It's, it's really uncomfortable, and you've got to make the best possible that you can make it. And especially when you're talking to a team that just got destroyed. Right. Like you, so I understand making lights, you know, asking a, a nice question and smiling. But that dude laughed way too much asking this question. It wasn't that funny. And like, obviously, radio is an audio medium. If you could see Chris Paul just looking. And by the way, this is from Joe Masato, uh, covers the Oklahoma City Thunder uh, for the Oklahoma, Oklahoma and does a fantastic job. So just look on his Twitter uh, timeline for this video. But if you, you look at Chris Paul, answer this question, he's just like, uh... Just gives him like a look of like, what the heck are you doing, dude? It's like, yeah, I love Carmelo, but dang, 
Not like that. I don't want him to beat the crap out of us. He was chomping at the bit to ask that question. I know, he's so he excited. Could, yeah. Must have been a Portland media he, member. He probably thought about that question as soon as that play happened. It was a Portland media member who hails from Seattle. Oh, the intrigue. Oh, no. There's so much deep, deep-seated hate there. Maybe I don't know. I don't know who it is. At least they have the Seattle Sounders. And the Seahawks. And the Mariners. Grunge. <laughs> Allison Chains. Yeah. <laughs> See that's that's what happens when your when your local professional basketball team goes out there and lays an egg like that. There's not that much good to say. No, you just, and it's past midnight. We're we're all. I'm feeling like Bill Walton right now. Yeah, I mean, all we're gonna all we're going to do now is just get ready for Thanksgiving. Enjoy our day off. There'll be n- nothing really going on this weekend. Oh yeah, it's bedlam. Oh, but oh, also that oh that thing. The Thunder also have the interesting, not not quite a back-to-back. They play New Orleans and Oklahoma City. Very winnable game. Friday night, they have Saturday off, and then they play New Orleans again, but on the road on Sunday. The, the NBA's been do, do, kind of doing this for the last few years, and more times than not, they do it kind of regionally based. Like last year, the Thunder played the Mavericks on a back-to-back like that. They played the Spurs on a back-to-back like that. But they also played the Tor- Toronto Raptors. The first night was when Nick Collison's jersey got retired, and then they went to Toronto the next night. It's like, yikes! Yikes, after they, were all, after they were all out partying with Nick. After <laughs> <laughs> I know, Kevin Durant was in the arena. Just ran with Cole Aldrich in a suite. They were probably all out partying, and they're like, wow. All right. this, this Toronto game is going to be tough tomorrow. I guess we'll go to Canada. And then the Thunder, I think, hit the most three-pointers than they ever did all season long last year. Hey, retire Nick Collison's jersey every night. And that's how we're going to end it. We're going to end this Thunder first take post-game show on a positive note about Nick Collison's jersey hanging up in the Raptors. Shout out Jerry Ramsey, who hates that. Once again, the Thunder lose 136-119. to Everybody, thank you so much for staying up late with us. Sorry you had to watch that basketball game, but hopefully... We did our best to make it just a little bit better by piling on a team that showed little to no effort, especially when the game was somewhat close. And that's how we'll end it. This was Brady Trantham alongside Mr. Matt Burton for the Thunder First Take post game show. Everybody, happy Thanksgiving. Be safe. Be safe out there traveling tomorrow. Coming back the next day for Black Friday. Everybody be safe. Be thankful. Love you all. 107.7 The Franchise, 107.9 in Tulsa.